swim. Thank you, Father. This is a wonderful picture of our journey with the Lord. He encourages us to trust him more and more and more until we can fully surrender and be carried by his current of love and purpose. The worship this morning was just, it was just so what God is speaking. He's speaking He's speaking so much. He's released a cry. He's released a cry to our hearts. I hope you can hear it. It's a cry for surrender. It's a cry for trust. It's a cry for entering in. We really want to just highlight that this morning. And the verse out of Ezekiel 47.9 was it's just powerful. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, whatever, wherever the rivers go, will live. There shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. Wherever the river goes. Wherever the river goes, there's life, there's healing, the fish are there, the harvest is there, the body of Christ is going to be touched and moved and, and raised up in this time. How do we get there? I want to look at Hebrews 12, 2. We look away from the natural realm. And we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus, who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. He makes the example for us. He was focused on a joy. What was the joy? It was you, that you and this city and the city down the road and the other states around us and the nation across the sea, they would be his. That's the ultimate joy for Jesus, that we are his. We have intimacy with him, relationship with him, connection with him. It's all he wants. He set that before him. It was, that's the vision he had when he endured the betrayal, the misunderstanding, the weight of the sin of the world of all time, and then the cross, the agony of the cross. That was his joy. We have to cultivate something. He's calling on us to cultivate something. But the real journey, the journey into real freedom starts with salvation. Today's baptism is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Saved, delivered, filled with the Holy Spirit baptized the door has been opened do you see it 
salvation. He wants you to be his. If there is anyone here or online that is not fully his yet, let me just tell you, it's relationship he wants. It's relationship. It's his joy to walk with us and fellowship with us. When we exchange our sin for his payment, He's made it possible. He's given the payment. He's got the gift of salvation. Life eternal. Receive it. Exchange. Exchange. Exchange your, your sin and the darkness for his life and his light. We'll have a call for that. When we do this, our names will be legally registered as citizens of heaven. And we are made perfect. It's in Hebrews 12, 23. As members of the church of the firstborn, all our names have been legally registered as citizens of heaven. And we have become before God who judges all and who lives among the spirits of the righteous. He lives among the spirits of the righteous and have made us perfect in his eyes. He does that. He makes us perfect. We don't clean ourselves up. We make an exchange. In the blink of an eye, we make an exchange from death to life. From death to life. Death to life. It's easy, but you give it. You give it all up. And then you start this journey of real freedom. The river of God is his presence that he wants you to have an increasing experience with. He comes to us, and spiritual life is the first result. He comes to us like that river. Where the river goes, there is life. He comes, and he gives us life. He seeks after people to save us, heal us, and set us free. The farther down the river, the deeper the river gets. First it's ankle deep, then it's knee deep, then it's waist deep. Then you can no longer touch bottom. I love going to the pool or the river. I love going out into the deep. I like when it just comes up to my chin and then I start to kind of bob, you know, quite touch. So I'm on my toes and I, and I can bounce on my toes, and I can still go wherever I want, bouncing on my toes, right? Have you ever done that? You just kind of, <laughs> you know? And I'm bobbing along, and I'm, I'm on my toes because it's so deep. And the Lord says, go deeper. Just, just step out a little deeper. But Lord, what does that look like? What happens? Then I can't, I can't bounce from here to there where I, where I want to go. Real freedom is surrender. Surrender that leads to sanctification. Sanctification is a big word. Doesn't sound nice. But it really is. It is the action of making or declaring something holy. Okay, that's God's part. 
but it's also an action or process of being freed from sin or purified. And it, it does take action on our part as well. We surrender. We present ourselves to him. After salvation, we continually present ourselves to him. And then a second work of grace comes on our lives. And, and we go deeper and deeper in him. We start trusting him more and more. And he begins to kiss us with forgiveness, his pruning, his infilling, and his anointing. As we give our whole heart, our whole life, and our innermost being to bow in wonder and love before him. We just present ourselves. It's kind of like laying back in the river and letting the river carry you. Because if you try to pursue with striving after sanctification, there are two pitfalls. You might fall into self-righteousness, judgmentalism, and anger. I've been there. Or you get discouraged because you're still relying on your expectation. But we're pursuing to love Jesus with our whole heart and our whole life. Let's go to Psalm 103. I hope you're taking notes. I also felt like the Lord says in this new season, bring a notebook. Open up a page on your phone if you do the whole phone thing. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. But take notes. We've entered a new time. You want to be ready. He's saying things. He's taking us places. I copied some notes of this sermon. It's on the back. Welcome Center. It'll be online too. Psalm 103. I love this scripture. I shared it the last time I spoke. I'm living in these scriptures. I'm praying these scriptures over this sanctuary, over these seats, over your lives. Because a cry of the Lord has been released. But it's there's a reciprocal thing happening. That's sanctification. That's our part. He cries out for you. Are you ready to release your cry for him? Release your cry. Release your cry with my whole heart, with my whole life, with my innermost being. I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? You kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all I've done. You've healed me inside and out from every disease. Disease of the heart, disease of the body. 
You've rescued me from hell and saved my life. You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. Are you ready? Are you ready to soar? Are you hungry for it? We're going to release the cry. Release the cry of your heart to have it, to have him, to have more of him, to go deeper, to go deeper. This is the season we're in. I prepared this talk before Asbury. Before you could start seeing the evidence, he was saying, it's here, it's time, it's time, it's here. The Lord is moving closer and releasing greater grace to draw near him. I tell you, the grace is available. It's available. You can have it. It's yours. Child of God, it's yours for the taking. It's your inheritance. Everything that Jesus inherited is our inheritance. Let that grip you. Song of Solomon 4.8. Now you are ready, my bride. He says you're ready. He says you're ready. He says you're ready right now. To come to me as we climb the highest peaks together. Come with me through the archway of trust. I just see his hand has been outstretched. It's been outstretched for you to take his hand and come through the archway of trust. Just launch out. Just go ahead and launch out and trust him. We will look down from the crest of the glistening mounts and from the summit of our sublime sanctuary and from the lion's den and the leopard's lair. That's where he's taken you in this current, in this river, in this time. Special intimacy with him. Special closeness Breakthrough, breakthrough for you. I just declare breakthrough over this house. I just declare breakthrough. We have breakthrough angels here in the sanctuary. They're posted along that, that wall. There's no room for him on that wall because we have a, a huge angel that stands sentry over there. I just want you to know that. They're here for you. They're here for you. Raise your expectation. Raise your expectation. I want to hit another point of real freedom. 
Real freedom is not hiding from pain or sorrow. Don't deny the pain and sorrow. Lean in and take the hand of the Lord who will walk with you through the valleys of life. Lean in. I want to look at Isaiah real quick. Now, it's 41. You should go home and read 9 through 20 and meditate on those. I'm going to highlight four of the verses. I drew you to myself from the ends of the earth and called you from its farthest corner. I say to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you. I have not rejected you. Do not yield to fear, for I am always near. Never turn your gaze from me, for I am your faithful God. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. I am Yahweh, your mighty God. I grip your right hand and I won't let you go. I whisper to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Jacob, although you feel like a grub worm, have no fear. Oh, men of Israel, I am here to help you. These are powerful verses. Powerful verses of his faithfulness. As you take his hand, he will grip it. He will maintain his grip on you. You may feel like you're cascading and falling, but he has a grip on you, on your life. He has a grip on you through whatever valley because he has heights waiting for you. Do not yield to the fear, for he is always with you. He holds you firmly. Life will travel through deep, dark valleys. And there can be a whirlwind of sorrow and confusion. It happens. Because it's life, right? In that darkness... You might be groping to find your way forward. And in the grope, you, you might stumble, you might miss a step. You might take a wrong path. But he grips your hand. He grips your hand. He never stops gripping your hand. He will hold you firmly with victorious, a victorious right hand. Pain can become like a weight that presses you down and makes it hard to breathe. Trauma can crash in on your life and rob you of comfort, hope, and understanding. But I say don't squander this opportunity. Don't squander this opportunity. That's tough love talk. We need to hear that. I need to hear that. 
Don't squander this opportunity to experience the true comfort, hope, and understanding and the love of the Father. He, he can bring that on a deep level. You only get when you're already in the deep places. If you're already in a deep place, then just go deep. Just go deep and find the Lord in that deep place. You'll come out. You'll come out with something that you couldn't have found anywhere else. You come out of deep places with jewels you cannot find on the mountaintops. You come out with a wisdom you can't find on the heights. Character is changed in the deep places that cannot be changed on the smooth paths. Lean in. Take it with you. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for valleys. I thank you for heights. I thank you for journey with you, Jesus. Jesus, I just thank you for journey. You take our hand from the beginning of our salvation life to the very end. You see us through. Open your heart. Open your heart for more and let him in. He only wants to kiss you with forgiveness and grace. Open up your heart. Open up your heart for more. The season of feeling like you're a grub worm is over. Can I just put that out there? Song of Solomon 2.13. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? Now it's in the news. The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place, for now is the time to arise and come away with me. Did you catch it's a fragrance and it whispers? We have to attune ourselves to this. We have to focus. We've got to set our gaze, as Tori was saying in worship, because it can be missed. It can be missed if you don't look up and see and hope and believe. Because faith, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the sub, uh, what did I say? Yeah, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we can miss it if we're not looking 
But we should see it. There's a blossom over here. There's a blossom over there. There's a blossom that sprung up over here. We've got things going on at Asbury. We've got it springing up in other college campuses. We've got our own city. Things are happening in the big church. James River. That's a mighty thing we've been praying for for 20-some years. You bless what God is doing in other churches. You bless that. We have hoped for this, and therefore we're seeing evidence, and faith runs. Faith runs ahead because of hope. Faith runs ahead. Grab hold, grab hold. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Colossians 3.1-2 Set your heart on things above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. That's how you get through the valley. That's how you get out of confusion. If you're not seeing what God is doing, then change your focus. Turn off the news. Turn up the preachers, the prophets. Open your Bible. Cultivate, cultivate, cultivate a spiritual life where you're in the spirit more than you're in the natural realm. And you'll find the river is right there. You'll find it's a current. It's a current. It's a current already in your heart. It, and you just see it. You feel it. I, I can, I, sometimes I just slip in and I'm like, whoa, I got to go to work. And uh, it's just right there. It's just right there. Cultivate. Cultivate a focus and an attention on the Lord Jesus Another verse I had released last time was Hebrews 2.1. It says, this is why it is so crucial that we be all the more engaged and attentive to the truths that we have heard so that we do not drift off course. This is not the time to drift off course. This is not the time. I mean, when is it ever, really? But God is on the move. God is on the move. I want you to see it. I want you to hear it. It's, it's, it's 12, almost. But I wanted to quickly run through what God is doing. Okay, these, we, we've uh, had a lot of prophecies released in this body, and there's some others. Okay, I'm just going to read quickly, okay, because I want you to hear what God is doing. I want you to start picturing it. Tim Sheets says, we're in the second apostolic age. He also says it's time for the third great awakening. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter is ended. And the season of hiding is over and gone. A new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on his enemies is here. To, he's here to comfort all, to strengthen, to give. Because of this, you will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness planted by Yahweh to display His glory. That's your, a word to you. And 
we will restore the ruins of long ago. Okay, we're going to rebuild what God has done in this city. This city. This city is the birthplace of the assemblies of God. It was it was the move of the Spirit of the Lord that came from Azusa and kissed Springfield. And those intercessors faithfully prayed and sowed for seven years before they could get a church firmly planted because the ground was hard. But God has revoked that curse. And he planted something here, and they moved that headquarters here. They even, it was young, young youth, boys, that claimed that property over there on Boonville, Calhoun, uh, Division Street. You know, that whole area, Campbell. They claimed that, and later the Lord moved in, and, and that whole property was, a, was bought up, cleared off and made a structure for the temple of the Lord. That is a holy foundation, not because of a de denominationalism, because it marked what the Holy Spirit did that lasts until this day. This day, it's still here. Then that, that denomination has reached the whole earth. Okay, that is the work of the Lord, is a testimony that we can see. If you have trouble seeing, then just drive down the street because you can see what God built is still built. And he is reviving that work of the Lord. That holy foundation is being built upon again, and the temple will encompass this city. That's why it's significant that the Lord is moving in James River because he is reviving his holy foundation of awakening, revival, outpouring in this region. You're living in the middle of it. You don't have to drive to Asbury. You're living in the middle of it. And he's sending an evangelistic ap apostle here. This city will be reached. You are the ones who are going to do it. Thank you, Father. There are so many words that you need to get hold of and claim for this year, for this season. It will go past this year. It will go past this year. We're in the beginning. So it's just jump on board. Get in the river. I want to I wanna just open up now the altars. It's time. Are you ready for real freedom? Let's, let's just stand and shake off lethargy. Shake off any lie or doubt in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to walk out further, deeper, through the archway of trust with Jesus? Are you ready to give your life to Jesus for salvation, for the infilling of the Holy Spirit? Are you ready? Repentance breaks open the heart. Break open the heart and release the cry. Release the cry. Ministers, come forward. Be ready. Release the cry. Release the cry. 
Oh, he has released his cry for you. Release your cry unto him so that you can go deeper. He wants to kiss. He wants to kiss the deep places in your heart. He wants to kiss the fallow ground with the dew, the dew of his presence. Jesus, come. Jesus, we just invite you right now into this time. If you need salvation, come. If you need to be filled, baptized with fire and the Holy Spirit, come. If you just want more of him, come. Open up your hearts. Release the cry. Release the cry. Thank you, Jesus. We're living in a, a new day, a new time. You've revived us. You breathe on us. Freedom is waiting for your people. Come, come, come. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Release breakthrough today. Release breakthrough today. Release breakthrough today. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough today. Breakthrough, breakthrough. Shaking, shaking. Breakthrough, breakthrough. Breakthrough today, breakthrough today. We invite you here, Holy Spirit, fill this place with your presence. The weight of your presence. We welcome the weight of your presence. The weight of your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Make an exchange with him today. His mercy seat is here. His mercy seat is here. You can touch it. If you want to, you can touch it. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you revisit. You revisit. You do it again. You do it again. You're a do it again God. You are do it again God. The altars will be open for ministry. If you uh, need to pick up your kids now is a really good time to do that. And come back and you can uh, pray, have people pray with you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs>